<laughs> Don't bring Peel Island up whatever you do. <laughs> so uh, Dave has a plan to become the monarch of Peel Island. Do you know where Peel Island no is? No idea. It's just off of Barrow and it's got a castle and a pub and that's it. <laughs> And you can be... Anyways, I'm on order. <laughs> <laughs> you nearly got my going there. I can't believe that happened. Oh, the hook was in. <laughs> so, welcome to the Holler Podcast, everybody. Um, we'll just go around and uh, tell us who you are. So, who are you? Uh, my name is Twiggy, and I'm here. <laughs> 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 who are you? I'm Dakota. Great. I'm Amelia. Well, I'm David. So, uh, we'll start with an icebreaker question from. Amelia. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it will be very good, but <laughs> um, what's your favourite thing on Netflix right now? Oh, <gasps> this is <laughs> easy. Gilmore Girls. Oh my God, I was just about to say the same thing. <laughs> oh, go and sing the theme tune. I'm not going to sing the theme tune. Go and sing it. <laughs> we have been watching about three episodes a night for about six nights on the trot. We're addicted. I, I didn't get past season five of that. Oh, oh, we're not even finished season one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> season down, one. <laughs> you could ruin it for them. Oh, oh you have so much power right now. Mm-hmm. What did you like it then, or did it? Yeah, it's good, but I just stopped. Oh, <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I feel on edge. I feel anxious. No, it's, what happens? It's Does it's one of them die? No, no, don't no spoil it. I don't want the spoilers. I know it's been up for like 10 years, so I don't want any spoilers. <laughs> Do you know, I was Googling a picture of um, Laurel Lane Gilmore and <laughs> <laughs> I got four spoilers from a Google image search. I was like, what? How have I found these things out? Do you want spoilers? No, don't. <laughs> don't give it to yourself. Give it yourself. Amelia, have you Me? been watching anything yet? I actually haven't. I've been stuck to watch things recently, but Stranger Things is probably my favourite. All right. Okay. Of everything. Okay. Yeah. I liked how mm-hmm. with the last one, it was like, this is the last series. And then at the end, you're like, no, it isn't. Yeah. Clearly, they're going to do another. <laughs> Milking it, yeah. Yeah, they're making mm-hmm. a lot of money out of that. Okay. Have you got one? Uh, well, all I've really watched recently is uh, The Last of Us. There's, there's a new series called The Last of Us. I think it's based off a game. Oh, is that um, post-apocalyptic? Yeah. That yeah. looks really good. I well, haven't seen it, though. I think it, it is good. It is well made. Two things. The guy, the main guy, I can't remember his name, but the main guy, right? It was him who was the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And yeah. his voice is just the same as the Mandalorian, and I can't, I can't get that out of my head. I'm just like, it's just, this is, anyways, that's me. But the other thing about it is, because it had all, it's some good reviews and that. But I watch a lot of that kind of thing, zombie movies and stuff. And this is pretty much exactly the same as all the others. It's a little oh, bit yeah. like, you know, uh, well, exactly how Walking Dead started. Exa- you know, and I'm, I'm a bit like, come on, do something else. Anyways, episode two had something about fungus on it, oh. which, was, which was a <laughs> twist on the plot. So I'm staying with it for now. But 
Yeah, pretty good. Fungus zombies. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how they're controlled, apparently. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, actually. <laughs> oh, well, actually. Uh, it, it's it's quite an interesting premise. Is that this sep uh, kind of fungus uh-huh. is there? It does take over um, insects, right? And it can control them uh-huh. to do it their bidding. But obviously, it can't survive in a human because our body temperature is too much for them, right? But if Climate uh, temperatures rise and these uh, funguses adapt, mm-hmm. oh. then they maybe would be able to survive inside of us. Oh. And then they can actually have an effect on your brain. Did they say that in the show? Have you just no, that's in the, of that? Yeah, that's in the show. That's the, like, that's the underlying thing of it. But you kind of like go, that could happen, right? <laughs> you know, mm. imagine it um, being taken over by a fungus. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for the fungus apocalypse. Because you're a fun guy. Oh. <laughs> there wasn't mushroom to squeeze that one. I'm leaving, I'm leaving that there. I don't know. I don't get it with that Andrew Tate thing. I don't. No. He's been arrested, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for people trafficking. Yeah. Which seems what a bit grim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I think it was him and his brother. Yeah. Yeah. But even before that, it's like. I don't understand it. It is this like really misogynistic guy uh, who's telling people that they're being controlled by the Matrix, etc. And he like oh, lol, and then everyone's like, "Yeah, no." And you're like, "What? What are you on about?" You know, the guy's just like a joke. And there's so many people that seem to be like, uh, "Yeah, I agree with him. He's right. We are being controlled by the Matrix." And uh, yeah. you know, people and- bought like. Advice of him, business advice and everything. Like, that was how he made his money. Who is this guy? Uh, well, exactly. I don't know. I've never... Uh, besides hearing that he's, like, a misogynist, I've not heard of him. Aye. Uh, I, I, I don't know. He's just, like, this... Weirder. Mm. <laughs> I, it... I didn't know much about him. He just sort of, like... I sort of got to like start seeing his presence on the internet through like people reacting to his videos and calling him out for being horrible. Yeah, and then him being taken down by Greta Thunberg. Oh, that on was awesome. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, that she was. was yeah. She's been arrested as well. Oh, was this for the protests? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. all good. <laughs> yeah. Not for human trafficking. No, no. not for human trafficking. <laughs> she would never. I mean, that would stop climate change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it was, don't get me started on the whole anti-vaxxing and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And, you know, and the conspiracies that surround oh, all come of on. that. Come on. Let, well, let. no, they're back as well. There was like, even just this morning on Twitter, someone had like, a, you know, one of them close-up, like microscope images. And apparently it was a microchip <laughs> in this, uh, in a, a Pfizer injection, you know. And it was like, proof, here's proof. And you're like, oh, wh- why? Well, they they're putting it. Who? Who's there? Why? <laughs> oh, anyways. They'd just be tracked through like credit cards and everything, anyways. I know, you, exactly. You're being tracked in that, anyways. Yeah. You know, it's like, what, what's the point of, of shrinking, making something that doesn't exist, by the way, microchips <laughs> that can be injected into you through a needle? You know, let's, let's spend all our time and money inventing that, you know, and, uh, and then inject it into everybody. <laughs> You know, uh, I, that that well, that would get some people riled up, won't it? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! 
Is that your favourite conspiracy theory? No. <laughs> you have a favourite. You've gone off piste and you can't do this. You can't do this in this podcast. You know what happens. We haven't got the time. But gone. I'm going to stop it's that. Hollow there. Earth, and it? I know it is. Hollow there. Earth. You heard it here first. Uh, Dave believes there's a big plug in Antarctica that will empty the Earth's core. No, do you know what about these conspiracy theories? I don't believe any of them anymore. They're all <laughs> did that on purpose. I don't believe any of them. I used to be. I used to listen to some of them, and I used to think, oh, <laughs> you know, but not now. Every one of them now, you look at them and you're like, where's this come from? And then you're like, oh, it's that idiot. <laughs> and then you just do a little bit of scratching and you go, oh, so it's, it's physically impossible then. Yeah, okay. Um, but don't let, don't let the facts get in the way of a good conspiracy <laughs> or anything, you know. Um, so, yeah. Uh, um, but, I mean, my favourite one, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my favourite of all the conspiracy I'm on the edge of my seat right now. Series is... The world's flat. <laughs> you know, that's a beauty, isn't it? Flat that's an absolute is. belter. I, I just think, who's... Fall off the end. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, and oh, so that picture they've got of this round thing. <laughs> that they're telling us is Earth. It's all fake, is it? Yeah. Okay, let's, let's break that down a little bit then, shall we? So, NASA... Who didn't send anyone to the moon, by the way. <laughs> NASA and its thousands of employees, right, who, were, you know, all had to keep that a secret since the 60s, you know. So that picture we've got of the round world, which is fake because they never went in the first place. There's thousands of people around the planet who know. They're like, didn't go to the moon. It was a laugh. It was just a joke and everyone took it seriously. Do you know what I mean? in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's like as if, as if, you know, there was like, they had a party in Downing Street with 12 of them and they couldn't even keep that secret, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thousands of people at NASA are like sitting on their hands now. Um, why have you done this? This is getting cut out. We weren't even talking about this. This is gold. No. This is quality. It'll make it go on too long. Nah. But here's another thing, no. <laughs> Reptiles, uh, vampires. JFK, though. I know what happened to him. Oh, do you know what happened to his sister? No. Lobotomized? Is this a conspiracy theory? This is, is this legitness. <laughs> JFK's younger sister, I don't know what the medical term was back in them days, but she was like... I think maybe ADHD or autistic or something. But basically, she was known as a problem child. And instead of giving her medical help and support, they were like, oh, no, we'll just get her lobotomized. And they literally, like, turned her into someone who was unable to look after themselves, all because her big brother was going to be a candidate for the president and win. And it was like, no, we can't have this problem child in our family. Like Prince Harry. <laughs> Dakota, have you been to the harbour recently in Whitehaven? Um. 
Witwe gag. I've been to the harbour many a time. What did you notice recently? Oh, it's quite colourful, eh? Mm. It's like a pigment of orange. Yeah. What is? Why is it like that? And I don't want a conspiracy on hard facts. Okay. <laughs> hard facts. The rain. I, I don't know. I can't tell you. It's a, it's a genuine question. It's like, why is the water all of a sudden in the harbour? Looks like, I don't know, some kind of pool of diarrhoea or something. It's absolutely <laughs> disgusting. And I'll tell you, if I had a boat in there... I'd be raging. Oh, I... Especially if it was white. Oh, it'd be Because I noticed some of them are, like, starting to stain down the side mm-hmm. of the, the boat. Um, and you... What, what is it? Where's it come from? Um, did you say something about iron it's ore? The, it's somewhat under the train tracks, I think. Mm. It's, like, iron ores seeping from the rocks or something, and it's been going on for ages. And it's going into ah. the... But now it's just going in the harbour, so they're actually doing something, because you can see it. You kind of look at it and go... What's it doing to, what is, like, what's it doing to the the, the animals that live in there, you know, mm. in that harbour? I mean, there's mm. only probably jellyfish in there. But jellyfish are people too, right? Mm. Uh, and when, and then when it goes out, what's it oh, doing? Yeah. Like that, uh, at the beach, pattern, it's stained it. It's stained it like that rust colour. On the rocks? Yeah. Right. All around where mm. it's running down the beach and you kind of go, that can't be right. You know, um, it's, you... Po- it's pollution, in it? But is it not natural? If it's coming from iron... Well, maybe iron. Is it not just oxidised mm. iron if that's, the that's case, mixed with water? If that's the case, why is it not there all the time? Why is it just there now? <clears throat> maybe it's concentrated. I mean, from seeing it, it has started in one corner of the harbour... And it's spread, and now right, it's like the entire bit. That's the pipe where it's coming in. Oh, it's coming off the pipe then. Oh, it mm. comes out that pipe. The water running out that pipe's disgusting. Mm. Yep, near the fish monument, I know where you're at. Mm. Yeah, where them pigeons all stand. <laughs> <laughs> wonder what the pigeons think about it. <laughs> Must, like, it's horrible. Hang on. It's horrible. <laughs> Can pigeons see colour? Oh, you know. I think I was a pigeon in a previous life, actually. <laughs> or maybe my next life. Yeah. I'll I'll let you know. I'll come and... Ask one. Crap on you. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's black and white, you know. If it's green, you know. Just made me think about that. <laughs> just... Just in general, what animals might think about what we do to the to the to the world, like ants. Yeah, what are they thinking when they're like, "Oh, what's this they're doing now?" They're, they're probably inspired, they're, or they're probably like, "Oh, they're copying us again." I don't think so. I think, like, "Oh, why have they done that?" You know, why geese? I feel like geese don't really think about anything. Mm. The way they walk about. They just think they own the spot, don't just they? Just yeah. the murder. Them yeah, ones on the harbour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just think <laughs> about fighting and that. <laughs> so, so I saw, this is um, random, but you know those new apartments on the harbour? Yeah. The grey ones. Um, the three geese were sat outside and there was a lady wanting to get in 
and like you could see how concerned she was and she was like i'm not i'm not letting this happen it was raining as well so it's like need to get in the house she just walked in and literally one of them attacked her leg she, was like, <laughs> she kicked it <laughs> you were there weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> she was kicking this goose and this goose was not moving it was just like having her life trying to get in and it was like i'm not moving i'm just gonna attack you <laughs> I wonder how old them geese are because I've been there like yeah. my whole life. Oh. I can't remember them. It's gotta be. There was five in origin and now there's only three, but it's right. the same three white ones. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of them was called Elvis at one point. I remember that. Elvis the Goose. <laughs> I feel like you have a beyond. <laughs> Hashtag Elvis the Goose. I'll tell you what I like about the harbour. I think it's the funniest thing. Like the the middle one, where, where you're saying, um, on the you know one of them jetties where the boats are, you walk to your boats, right? At the end of one, there's like a pretend hawk. Have you seen it? <laughs> it's supposed to frighten up seagulls, but there's always like a seagull stood on top of it. It's like, oh, this is a handy hawk. <laughs> um, okay. So... We're going to talk about yeah. <clears throat> Kendall Cole in lineup for this year is out. Okay. Just been dropped. Um, you haven't seen it, Twiggy? No. Nah. So, Nevis I'm going Dakota. to tell you. Yeah, Dakota's seen it. She said she's seen it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so, we're going to tell you who's on, uh, and you can tell us what you think about this lineup. So, give it to me. The headliners, main headliners, are Kasabian and Royal Blood. Okay. And then there's Blossoms, Nile Rogers and Sheik. <laughs> Kaiser Sheeps. Sheeps. Kaiser Sheeps. He's, he's a good one. Rick Astley. Oh, that's about her. <laughs> the Lathams. Example, Frank Turner, Confidence Man, Circle Waves, Baby Doobie, Happy Mondays, The Enemy, Mel C, Natalie and Brooklyn. Katie Tunstall, The Amazon, Scouting for Girls, and then it goes on. Um, Scouting for Girls were on last year. A few of them were mm. on last year. Hang on, weren't and they on? Kasabian. But you know who on? isn't on that was on last year and probably the year before that? Stereophonics. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What are they going to do to make money now? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're good. Cause they're like, good, but they don't need reviews. to headline every year. Every yeah. year. Yeah. Um, like, I, I seen that and I thought... Like a lot of these acts, it's almost like after 2004 never happened. You know, mm. you're like, Natalie and Bruglia? I mean, I'd go see them. Who, Natalie and What, Bruglia? for that one song? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Vibes. Uh, Katie Tunstall. Go see them. I think they were there last year. And Mel B. Mel C. It's Mel C, I, yeah. Yeah. Mel C? Yeah, it's not the one that you like. Oh. Scary Spice. Yeah. Um, Does Mel B do their own stuff? Yeah. No, that's my favourite Spice Girl. So what's your uh, general opinion there? There's other ones, but I can't read it. It's too small. Do we? Well, I wouldn't buy a ticket, but I might jump the fence. Okay. (laughs) I think it's a really random mix of, as you say, like nothing past 2004. It's a lot of indie and just like one-hit wonders, Mm. which for... 
how much they charge for a Kendall ticket? I think it's pretty steep. How much are they? Like, like 200 quid. Oh, yeah, 200 plus, yeah. yeah. So it's like the same price as going to Leeds, for instance. Yeah. Hmm. It's a big festival. The site's good, though. Oh, really good. I mean, they've got a woodland and there's like art installations and actually, no, the site's not that good. Uh, the it's had a art installation as There's no festivals. river. The site's uh, like the Wildlife Park, isn't it? Where yeah. that used to be, you know? I've not been to uh, Kendall Calling. I've been to a lot of festivals, but no, I've never been to Kendall Calling. And they've got loads of stages. I'd say there's at least 10 stages. But no chill-out tents. There's no chill-out tents. No. No. But they did have that cinema. That was all right, yeah, that was yeah. good. Cinema. Ghostbusters, that's what we watched, yeah. didn't we? That was good times. I just, when I see these lineups, though, sometimes I like, go, like Kasabian and Royal Blood and that, fair enough. Blossoms. And then Nile Rogers, okay, fair enough, you want that, like, you get a bit of that at them festivals. But then it's like, Rick Astley. Such an odd one out. Yeah? Yeah. But you know he's going to get loads of people out. For that one song? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's the thing that, it, like, always surprises me, you know. All right, then. Well, who would we all put as the lineup for Kendall this year? Okay. That's a great question. You can answer it first. Oh, well, it's got to have to be hmm, Queen with Adam Lambert. Really? Oh, that would be belter for the lineup. Oh, I don't class. think they could afford it, though. Oh, but could you imagine, though? Like, that would be so good. That would good. be amazing. But if they didn't have a lot of them bands there, like Rick Astley um, and the Kaiser Chiefs, and if they cut a lot of them out, maybe they could. Yeah. Maybe they could have, like... Absolutely. Something like that, eh? Yeah. They charge, like, it's like £300 a ticket for Queen, though, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. I'm out of it, like, with oh, these wow. so expensive. I know Fleetwood Mac's pretty expensive. Like. I went to see yeah. Extreme Noise. Ted, I was grumbling because it was a fiver. <laughs> <laughs> fiver? It should have been a quid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I can't. These ticket prices just over the top. Oh, yeah. I get it, though, because they, they, it's the only way artists have got to make money now. You know, because they're not making it out of the streams and, and sales anymore. Mm-mm. So it's like merchandise used to make the money, but now venues are even taking a cut of uh, merchandise really? as well. Mm. That's disgusting. Yeah, pretty bad. Um, but who would you have headlining it then? I don't know, because it's like trying to take the demographic into consideration. I'm not bothered about the demographic. <laughs> I would have mayhem on. Okay. They didn't get to see them when they'd done a tour, so it'd start with Mayhem, <laughs> probably. Um, and then I'll maybe offer Vag Vickers some money to give me and put them together and have a fight, but that's a different story. It's been like Lava Estate on fire mm. with like so loads of dead animals mayhem, everywhere. Headline, isn't it? And then maybe 1975 for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, it would be good to see on a festival stage live. No, that would be it. Who would you have? Mm. It's really hard to think mm. of, like, off the top of your head. I'd see Arctic Monkeys again. Right. Because they were really good oh, at a festival. Good, good energy. Yeah. But I don't know if they'd go Kendall. Mm. I couldn't imagine it. 
they'll, mm. they'll probably do it in a few years' time when they're like on the way down. <laughs> That's yeah. it, yeah. Um, I think it would not. have been nice for Pearl Waves to headline because they've done the same stage twice now. Right. And it's like the up and coming, whereas they're like selling out big stadiums now. And also Lancashire Hotpots, I feel like, deserve a headliner because they're always on at a really random time on like a Sunday <laughs> and they always get a really good turnout. So I think they should give them a chance to be main, main stage headliners. I think Wolf Phallus would be a really good headliner. Oh, and good I could job. see yeah. that would be kind of their mix. Mm, yeah, good I'd shot. go with Wolf Phallus for playing. Yeah, Wolf Phallus. Yeah. They're a good live. Yeah, they were yeah. Le- Le- Leeds and Reading last year, mm. weren't they? They look great. On the main stage. Yeah. I think... Festival tickets are quite expensive, but when you look at how, what you get for them, I think they're pretty yeah. good value for money because you look at the 250 quid or whatever. Mm. But to be fair, if you were camping somewhere these days in oh, a yeah. field for four or five days, that's going to cost you like 100 quid. That's and that's true. without any yeah. bands in it. You know, they're, they're pretty good value, I think. I think there's a big difference there, though. When you go to like a place like a campsite or centre parks or something, you go, you feel relaxed after it. Mm. After a festival, you feel drained and you need a holiday after it because you've spent so much time walking and eating crap and drinking and staying up late and then... We once went to one in in the middle of England. It was uh, Staffordshire. Uh, It was called the Phoenix Festival. It only ran for a couple of years. Um, brilliant lineups and that, but it was this place. It was airfield. It was dead, dead flat, and it was like red, red hot. It was proper hot. Mm. Everyone got burnt. There wasn't enough water in that. But here's what happened: whirlwinds. <laughs> <laughs> whirlwinds happened, and we we were like just sitting there in watching, <laughs> and like you could see people's tent. It was like red hot and calm and that. But then you would just like hear people screaming and stuff, <laughs> and all the tents would be like getting sucked in the air. Oh uh, my god! And it was because it was flat and it was on. It was making these whirlwinds. Are you sure it weren't UFOs? No. I mean, it's at an airbase, like on nope. <laughs> <laughs> just nicking tents. <laughs> no, it, they, it was, and, and they were taking off. In uh, it was, it was mental. Uh. Yeah. I think that's maybe why they stopped <laughs> stopped having that festival. <laughs> Well, when they call it Phoenix, I mean... Yeah, everyone's tents was getting... Took off by whirlwinds, huh? It was weird, that. Hmm? (laughs) And at that same festival, like, I went to... You know, there's the toilet areas. There was, like... (laughs) You know, there's some usual horrible toilets. We've been there. We've already talked about Portaloosa. But at this (laughs) particular one, it was, like, for men's, it was these, like, urinal troughs, Right. And I was waiting outside of them and there, uh, and my feet felt weird. <laughs> and when I looked, I had these boots on. They were made out of suede. And, uh, and oh, no. when I looked, like I was sinking. <laughs> and, and, it, and my feet were getting wet, and it was pit. Oh. Then the urinals, right? Where they had nothing on the end, and oh. was, everyone's pee was just going on the floor, and it had made the ground mud, oh. and I was just sinking in this mud. And then oh. By the time I realised what was happening, I was like quite quite away, you know. <laughs> I had to I had to throw them boats away. I thought you were going to say someone had to throw you a rope. No, 
I had to throw them boots away <laughs> and I had to borrow somebody else's shoes to go, their sex pistols were on. It was when they were doing that filthy lucre thing. Uh-huh. I had to borrow somebody else's shoes to go and watch the sex pistols, but they didn't fit. They were too small. <laughs> you should have went barefoot like a caveman. <laughs> oh, I would have had no feet left. <laughs> it was absolutely rammed, I. Oh. And I liked them boots as well. <laughs> Thanks everybody for coming and doing this latest episode of the Hollow Podcast. Tara. Tara. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>